Today is March 7th, 2023, and the highly anticipated Omega Speedmaster Moonswatch came out. It was really hyped up. It was all anyone was talking about in the last 48 hours. Swatch on their Instagram made hints, uh, a little teaser uh, video on what it would be, uh, which it, it would, and it's officially called Mission to Moonshine Gold, very gold that Omega uses on their Speedmaster watches, which had a lot of people, you know, uh, anticipating whether the watch would be made out of some sort of variation or uh, some so something that resembles Moonshine Gold. Uh, all of uh, the Omega Speedmaster Moon watches have been made in bioceramic, which is a combination of plastic and ceramic. Uh, and it's Swatch's proprietary uh, ceramic that they use. Uh, and so it, it's done, it did phenomenal things. For those of you who are unaware, Swatch and Omega partnered up, partnered up last year uh, around this time and came out with 11 different missions, uh, you know, inspired by different planets, mission to Moon, mission to Venus, mission to Saturn, mission to Uranus, mission to Mars, all of those different, 11 different missions. And um, it went on to have tremendous success. Uh, over a million uh, moon swatches sold in 2022. And this year, uh, to kick off the official watch season, before it even starts, uh, swatches come out with this um, mission to Moonshine Gold. Now, what they released, it's kind of a letdown when you're a collector, when you're thinking they're going to release something. Um, and you're anticipating and you're wondering and you see all these, you know, various, you know, people's ideas of what's coming out. Uh, some said it could be a variation of, you know, the Omega Seamaster Bond edition because Daniel Craig was wearing a one swatch recently, um, which, you know, led people to believe that, you know, and he, he wears Omega, that it could be, you know, something to do with James Bond. And it wasn't what Swatch gave us uh, and Omega gave us is they gave us the second hand of the chronograph, uh, his Inamor Chime Gold, available only in four locations at the moment, uh, which are all financial hubs throughout the world. That would be Tokyo, Zurich, Milan, and London. Swatch officially stated, uh, if you look at their Instagram, that it will not, this watch is actually Mission to Moot, which they made last year. But this will have Moonshine Gold secondhand. Uh, so they literally just gave us the tip. It sounds like a foreign reference, but it's not. Um, it's going to be around the same price as, as the Moose watches, like $260. Could be a little more because of the seconds hand. But, um, so it will not replace the Mission to Moon. Everything else is the same. The case is the same. The dial is the same. Uh, it's just the second's hand is in Moonshine Gold. Uh, but what it did do is it's created a hysteria because all those places that I mentioned, the four places mentioned is where they'll be exclusively available. Uh, on the next full moon, uh, another batch of locations will open up where the Mission to Moonshine Gold Moon Swatch will become available. So as much as it's not it's a it's a sort of a lackluster release of uh, obviously by making it limited in terms of distribution 
uh, where you can buy it in the world. All the other countries, it creates a demand for that, which is very smart. For those who don't understand the game uh, or who don't realize or who don't know Swatch's history, Swatch is the official OG when it comes to marketing and packaging and limited editions. I saw it in the 90s when I worked the world's largest Swatch store. I saw it with so many different models they made, but nothing on the scale that this did. What this did was it, it, it shined a giant spotlight, not just on Swatch, but on the Omega Speedmaster, one of the most iconic chronographs in history. I could tell you right now, Omega would never have been able to achieve this kind of awareness, this kind of distribution, this kind of demand globally for their product um, if it weren't for Swatch. Now think about that for a second. They've aligned themselves with James Bond. A James Bond movie comes out, tons of people watch that movie. There's only a specific group of people that can afford a seven to ten to twenty thousand dollar watch, right? This being under three hundred bucks, it opened up the world for not just Swatch, but for Omega. Because those people who never knew about Omega now know what Omega is and they have something to strive for uh, when they want to spend more money in the future or have access to more money in the future and want the real thing. So um, I think it's one of the most genius things in history that we've seen in the watch industry in the last 30 years. Um, it goes back to my roots. It's an amazing thing. Yeah, I'm not pleased at what what was released, but when I remove myself as a collector and I just look at the marketing strategy where I look at the brand and what they've been able to achieve uh, selling a million moon swatches last year in 2022, that is just outstanding when you think about it. Uh, just to give you an idea, Rolex makes a million watches a year, right? I mean, granted, they're much more expensive, but to sell a million watches globally like that, that is just phenomenal. And I'm sure, and the demand keeps growing. Now, I don't know how that's going to work uh, in terms of what it will do to the resale value of the original Mission Timberland Swatch that came out last year, if it will increase the value of it, increase the demand of it. Obviously, the less places the Mission to Moonshine Gold will be, um, you know, the more exclusive it will be, the more demand it will be, the more collectible it will be, the more it will go on the secondary market. And people will want as anything close to uh, to that, which is, you know, the original Mission to Moon. At the moment, they're saying it's not going to be discontinued, the original uh, Mission to Moon swatch. Um, but it's very possible that it could be in the future and Moonshine Gold will take its place or they will make this for a very limited time and discontinue this, you know, making this collectible. So either way, if you think about it, it's a genius move because it will make either watch collectible and it will, it will then also uh, create more demand for Moon Swatches in general, create more demand for Speedmasters in general, Remember, it's a long year. We're only in March, um, you know, but they have also taken in the way the Rolex, the Rolex playbook where, you know, Rolex never gives us what people want. They give us what they want. And 
then it becomes what we want. And I think Swatch very, very smartly, very strategically has done the same thing by giving us just the tip uh, of the chronograph and moonshine gold. Uh, it opens up so many more ideas. What could they do in the future? Could there be another variation of coming? Is what's going to happen? We don't know. We have no idea. Um, but it also gives a nod to Omega because Omega uses Moonshine um, Gold as their proprietary gold and their Speedmaster watches. So by doing that on the mission to Moon, which is the closest thing to the Omega Speedmaster that went to the Moon and giving us just a tip. Um, it's uh, given us, uh, given those collectors who can't afford, you know, uh, Moonshine Gold, Omega, or a Moon Watch from Omega, it's given, you know, people a taste of that in a very limited capacity. I mean, we're still, you know, at the aftermath of the 11 Moon Watches that came out last year that are now, I wouldn't say they're readily available, but it's easier to get than it was before. Now, these will not be available online. These will be available only at the designated locations so far. It also comes with a certificate. You know, this was produced uh, during the full moon of February and that it's made out of moonshine gold. Uh, that will accompany the watch as well, the certificate. Um, so it's, it's an interesting thing that we're seeing. It's, it's, uh, it's made a lot of people pissed off and I don't blame those people. Um, especially those diehard, you know, watch collectors or, you know, just people who have been paying attention since day one, who are now sold on the whole moon swatch thing. Um, but you know, I think the best is yet to come, right? There's so many things they could do. There's so many interesting things they could do. There's so many materials they could work with. You know, Omega is owned by the Swatch Group. They own Swatch as well. They have the money behind them. They have the innovation. They have the influence. They have the power. They have the movements. They have the cases. They have the dials. They have the hands. They they basically have a monopoly um, on the watch industry in terms of parts as well. So they can make anything they want. Um, but the difference is, is that this opens up the market globally uh, for both brands in a way that has never been opened up before. You know, it's such a smart thing that they did. Uh, some people may hate their delivery, may hate the way they went about it um, and are not happy. I mean, last year it had people, uh, you know, herds of people in line waiting for it, selling them to the next person for more and a lot of people who are just in it for a quick buck, but uh, the fact that, you know, the, what I like about it in a way is that everybody, no matter how wealthy you are, no matter what your economic situation is, nobody can get it because they're somebody, you know what I mean? Everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's running after this $300 watch that they can't get. And that even includes the paddock collectors, the Audemars Piguet collectors, the independent brand collectors of watches that are 100 grand, 200 grand, a million bucks. We're all in the same boat, right? This is not just for the elite. This is for everybody. And yeah, you may not be, not everybody may be able to get one because of limited distribution and, and supply and all that. But 
everybody's in the same boat every and F because everybody can afford one that's the beauty everybody can afford one so um it definitely puts us all on an equal playing field but at the same time it's kind of like very tongue-in-cheek in a way that hey rolex did this with stainless steel where they made stainless steel the most desirable and collectible metal swatch took it to another level where they took a historic chronograph like the Speedmaster and they made it available in a plastic slash ceramic case, which is cheaper to produce than stainless steel and on, on a global level and made that incredibly desirable. I tip my hat to, to Swatch. They are a genius company. Um, they own so many other brands besides Swatch, including Glastuda Original, Omega, Rado, Hamilton, Longines, um, you know, they own Etta, they own Valju, they own Nemanja, they own all movement companies. They have the power, and this is a global phenomenon. We'll just have to wait and see what comes out next. It's a long year. Maybe something else will come out. Um, maybe not, but stay tuned for more. If you have any questions, you can reach out to me at amitdevhan at gmail.com or visit my website at www.amitdevhan.com. Rock on, fly back, and stay healthy.